I'm Becky Pearson and today I am joined with Emma, my daughter, and we are going to talk about her horse twice. Uh, if you've watched previous episodes, you uh, saw that twice sustained a navicular fracture. Uh, the last regular season rodeo for the high school uh, this fall, and so that was the middle of September. And we have uh, had her on various uh, stall rest. Uh, we've done various treatments on her. And so we thought we would jump on here today and give you an update as to what is going on with her. So um, to recap, if you hadn't watched those other videos, twice uh, on September 16th, around that yeah I think around that time around that time yeah sustained a navicular fracture and she was like five out of five lame I mean she tiptoe um, couldn't bear weight on that leg we took her to um, our friend John Lawton and who is a vet in Overton Nebraska and he found um, a navicular fracture we then did a phone consult with various vets and um, we decided to go with the treatment plan that Paul Fornstrom had developed, which was where we did a, she got a cortisone shot into her navicular bursa mm -hmm. and she was then put into a three degree wedge shoe, I think is what I it was. So. We put wedge egg bar shoes on the front to help her with, she's really low in her angles. And then we put Equipack in the front feet to protect anything from ever entering inside of those shoes. So what we did is we put Equipack, we put the egg bar shoes on there to stand her up and to get the angle back underneath her and protect her foot that she had hurt. And then we put Equipack under there, which this is, this is the sole of her foot and it made sure that no foreign bodies got inside of that. And that's what it looks like from the other side of it that was actually touching the ground. So this way nothing gets inside of there and it actually gives support and blood flow through the frog of the foot. Yep, so every time she takes a step, she gets stimulation to the frog, which helps pump that blood back through, helps stimulate more healing and stall rest. And um, she did look significantly more comfortable um, after that point. Uh, fast forward to the first part of November, which would have been about six weeks post-injury. Uh, she got a Renovo injection into her navicular bursa. Um, oh, and we had also started Ozfaz on her in mm -hmm. September as well. Uh, and that Ozfos helps with the bone um, development in the navicular. It's been really um, a successful treatment for uh, navicular horses. So, um, so then we did the Renovo injection into her navicular bursa, which um, from what the vets tell me, the navicular bursa kind of communicates with all of those structures in that area. If she had a collateral ligament issue, if she had navicular bone issues. Um, it just helps to promote regeneration to all those structures in that area. And so we had another 30 days of stall rest. Mm -hmm. And then we were able to um, put her in a large pen. And um, 
during her stall rest, the things that we had done prior to her injury, we did a lot of PEMF treatment, which again has research that shows it helps with bone development or you know fracture healing. And we had done tail pulls, stretches, um, anything else you can think of that we did while she was on stall rest to help keep her happy. Um, lasered her, we did that. Mm -hmm. We hand, well, we hand grazed her. her and she rolled a lot. <laughs> and there's some interesting footage of that. She, yeah. she is a very um, hot blooded mare. So she, uh, it, it, she's a handful mm -hmm. and we did not use any um, sedatives in the stall. You know, we could have used Dermosidan or things like that from mm -hmm. the vet to help keep her calm. But we really, for the most part, didn't need any you know, of that. She's a hot mare, but she does keep her mind pretty well in check um we kept i mean she had her little gate so she could see her friends mm -hmm. and that pretty well kept her happy we let her hand walk and i mean sometimes she was a handful sometimes she wasn't yeah that's but it's just part of it in my opinion mm -hmm. and so if she if you have a hot horse you need to be willing to handle their hotness yep yep and so um so yeah, some of the things we did, uh, she could hang her head out and have other horses. We always had another horse like by her and a, and a buddy horse. And, um, and so, you know, I really don't think we fought with ulcer, you know, she really mm -hmm. did not get upset. So that no, was, she got that. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, for her, she looks really good right yeah. now. Um, and so after December 1st, we were able to put her in a little bit bigger pen. Mm -hmm. And um, she, I think, was jacking around in her pen. And um, she ended up getting a little swelling in that leg. And mm -hmm. uh, what we came to find out was that she, um, she tore or injured her check ligament, is what Paul had determined when we took her back in. Um, I was able to manage the swelling with microcurrent, ultrasound. Back um, on tracks. Back on tracks. Uh, we got most of the swelling out of there, and then he gave me a cream when we went back to see him uh, the first part of January that was a mix of Surpass um, and uh, dexamethasone and DMSO. And that has uh, gotten the rest of that swelling out of that mm -hmm. area because it just felt a little bit thicker. Um, and so, yeah, we had done. But she's never lame on it. Never. Um, mm -hmm. And she always acted fine. Mm -hmm. She wasn't sensitive or sore to the area. So. Yeah, and we like we got on the swelling right away. Mm -hmm. Like I said, we did therapeutic ultrasound to it. We did microcurrent to it. We did. Um, the back on tracks to it and um, so we did back off of her hand walking for a while when that mm -hmm. was going on just to kind of make sure we weren't overdoing it and um, and then after we took her back in January then we were given the okay to go ahead and um, start Ragnar so yeah um, do you want to talk about how it's been so far um, so so far well first we started off with just walking like 20 minutes at a time, 15 minutes at a time, and we've slowly built that up. And then we're like, okay, we can start trotting her. Mm -hmm. Well, as we mentioned previously, she's a handful <laughs> and she's a hot horse. So when she has not been rode, 
for long periods of time. She gets extremely fresh and she gets super full of herself. Um, she doesn't necessarily buck, but she jumps and lunges everywhere. And when I say jump, it's not just jump sideways, jump this way, jump that way. It is straight up in the air, jump like, <laughs> I, it's a bunny hop. Yeah. Um, so she can be, she, she is so athletic yeah. and, um, we really, uh, we've been taking it kind of slow. I do have a rehab program that we put together and it's on our teachable site and that's pivot point equine, uh, dot teachable.com and for reconditioning and a return to work. And we've been trying to follow that and, um, it kind of had to get thrown out the window it did. <laughs> um, just because she can't just long trot without right now without being jumping without jumping and mm -hmm. so i'm like mom this is going to re-injure something mm -hmm. um i feel that it's just more dangerous for her to be doing this rather than our regular like exercise routine that we've done um and Emma does a great job of, uh, so this, this mare is really hot and prior to her injury, you had been working a lot on wondering stops, lateral flexions, yeah. keeping her very calm mm -hmm. and it calms her. Like it helps engage the thinking side of her brain. If you guys don't listen to any of Phil Haugen's stuff, I tr strongly encourage you to, um, it is great, great, um, for helping you understand the psychology of a horse and how to keep them um, thinking instead of reacting. Mm -hmm. And so the approach that Emma has used with her um, has been very calming to her in the past. Mm -hmm. So we... so in my mind, we knew one rain stops were going to put more pressure on that left front, especially going to the left. Um, but in my mind, doing those wandering stops is much safer because it's in a controlled environment. You know, they're thinking rather than them just long trotting, crap, she's jumping here, she's bucking here, you know, she's not controlled. Uh, she just, it's much more dangerous for that left front foot. She's more likely to re-injure it, uh, tear something. If know, she's jacking around. If she's jacking around yeah. rather than me doing those wandering stops. And after, I mean, what we took a video, we'll show you a video last night. She, mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain it. She was good. Yeah, she she had one little moment, which of course I didn't catch on video. <laughs> she kind of jumped up. But our, our philosophy is if we could do wandering stops in a controlled manner and help her start thinking about this stuff instead of reacting, that's gonna be much safer for her and Emma mm -hmm. uh, than if uh, we just are so afraid that we're going to injure her that we, you know, we're, and we're really rigid and trying to stick with the plan. Um, and so she did great last night with everything that you had done and and really uh, responded the way we wanted to. Yeah. Too. And you can see in the video, after every time I did a wandering stop, she drops her head and licks her lips, mm -hmm. you know? And I told mom last night, I was like, I'm moving at a snail pace, but this is how we need to come back because she just, she is very fractious minded. Mm -hmm. And the most sound minded she'll be is after, you know, when I wrote her about, you know, five days a week for 30 mm -hmm. days. And <laughs> 
30 to 60 days and you will see a totally different horse. Mm -hmm. But because, I mean, at the end of the rodeo seasons, she's just calm as can be, you mm -hmm. know, she, she's a very sensitive horse. And when I say that, cattle, ropes, <laughs> all of it, you know, whatever you can think of. They're triggers for they're her. They're triggers. Yeah. And, in a bad way. <laughs> in a bad way. And, but, you know, we do those exercises, we're good. Now, right now, nope, I just avoid those. <laughs> um, when dad's roping, I'm like, yeah, we're not riding right here right now because we haven't rode more than a week, so yeah. we need to. And the other day, it was pretty nice here. This is January, um, what are we, like 23rd? something 20 something when we're recording this and we had a really nice day the other day but the wind was kind of blowing and <laughs> I I I was up on walking uh, her walking her hand or riding her and and I thought oh I'll just go outside and we can do this in the I outdoor could, arena. I, if I would have been there I could have told you not to do that. <laughs> I thought well we'll give it a try and yeah she was way too much. If I were to do that, I probably would have needed some um, pharmaceutical help from the vet <laughs> yeah. to, to do that outside. So um, very thankful that we have our indoor arena because again, we can control the environment a lot more by doing it that yeah. way. And so we are um, <clears throat> very hopeful that um, all of the rest of the rehab goes as planned and um, that she'll be ready to go um, we're hoping she'll be ready to go by Fort Worth. Um, we don't know if that will be, because uh, that's like the 1st of March. Um, I hope so, and, and and we're sure gonna try, but if she's not, if there's any question, you'll just write it something else. Yeah. And so, um, you know, we've talked about this multiple times here at home, but we've never mentioned it in a podcast. Uh, both of my horses are lame right now. Uh, both of my good horses. Mm -hmm. And so I've been riding pretty much all winter long. I've been riding cutters as well as your horse. And that's it. Yep. So And so I mean I I've had kept my feel going with those cutters as well as big because those cutters will develop your feel immensely. Mm -hmm. Um and big will too. He's just he's very strong mm -hmm. and he's different from uh a horse we call Clem, not as much as we twice who were talking about just because they were both trained by the same person and they used the same exact training method. So they're not as different in that aspect of running. But yeah, so ideally, um, you know, we'll have we'll have twice back, and if not, um, We'll run big. Well, yep, you can run big. Um, we're working through some foot issues and some shoeing issues with Clem, um, which we're we're trying to get that figured out and working with the vet. It takes an entire team to keep these high-level athletes going. And so, um, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to um, get, you know, get input and and keep trying and um, good communication with your farrier, good communication with your vet. And sometimes it may take all three of you together there um, to get things right.